I was minding my own business last night. At about 8.08 p.m., I was I was on the cycle to the pillar. I'd had my toddy. Scotch. I was about ready to head to the bed when I got a message via signal from Mr. Barrett. In... Informing me that hey, Trump is at, is now talking at Mar-a-Lago, and he sent me a link. It was uh, the link to Tim Pool's Tim Talk, uh, but it was on YouTube. But uh, I, I, all right, I'm game. I, I wasn't planning on staying up to, 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 to watch it. I really wasn't. But since I was already up and I hadn't gone to sleep, all right, all right, I'll watch it. So I turned it on, and me and uh, Mr. Barrett were chatting back and forth in, uh, in, in, in the signal. And it's like, oh, man, he's going to do it. The fool's going to do it. <laughs> placing saddles. It took him 22 minutes, 22 minutes into the speech to actually say the words, I am announcing my candidacy for the presidency of the United States because... There was a 22-minute lead-up where uh, uh, former President Trump basically just went down. Or First of all, he ticked off the his accomplishments. Then he started ticking off the evil that the regime is responsible for. Uh, that took longer than his list of accomplishments. And then he just, in, in the middle, and in, it wasn't like he stopped and waited, you know, for the whole room to go silent, like it was in a movie. So, you know, you get this dramatic pause, and there's silence. And now to the moment you've all been waiting for. No, he didn't do that. He, he just, he was rattling off stuff that Biden has screwed up intentionally. And then just went, and that's why tonight I'm announcing. Well, we have the sound, but I'll play it for you. Uh, and he announced his candidacy, and he started giving a list of, it basically was making campaign promises based on his prior performance. We have no reason to, to, doubt, uh, to doubt whether or not he would make those his priorities and he would attempt to actually carry them out, like draining the swamp and term limits. And term limits is an interesting thing, especially since we have been discussing the irretrievably and irrevocably broken system of elections. And again, I don't want to do another election. Uh, while there is still that little ray of hope, though, uh, and, 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 and we were talking last night because somebody else sent me a private message going like, dude, how do you reconcile you cheering Trump on after the day that... You did an entire three-hour show and put a substack out saying that the blue wall cannot be surmounted and another Republican president can never be elected. Well, that is true. But I also do throw in and did throw in the caveat that unless the mail-in balloting law is changed. And it's not going to get changed in Pennsylvania or in Michigan because dimwit Murr. And the, uh, uh, one of the biggest anti-Catholic, Catholic-hating bigots in the world, Josh Shapiro, will veto it. But then, and I'm just going to throw this in, 
because I'm going to talk about Trump for uh, and uh, what uh, where we stand and what we're doing here for a, sig- for a significant amount of time today, <laughs> amongst other things that we need to discuss here, because it is Wisdom Wednesday after all. Um, the Harper versus Moore case is still yet to be decided. Now, if you don't know the Harper versus Moore case, this is the case that the SCOTUS heard last month. And it is the case of the uh, the Speaker of the North Carolina House of Representatives suing the North Carolina State Supreme Court. And he's suing the State Supreme Court because the state of North Carolina uh, changed, per a recent census, its congressional districting. And in changing its congressional districting, it... um, It redrew a district that the usual suspects that don't live in North Carolina didn't like, and they demanded, uh, they went to a court and said, they can't do that. They're not a minority district. There has to be a minority, libtard, tranny-mammy district, and they didn't carve one out. So we're doing, it's not fair, it's not fair. And so one court ruled uh, for the -the out-of-staters, another court overturned that, and then the, the state Supreme Court... North Carolina ultimately heard the case and said that the legislature didn't have the authority to draw congressional districts and that because they'd gotten it wrong, then the state Supreme Court was going to do it. And they actually did it. They actually drew the, the court actually drew the boundaries, which is unprecedented, unconstitutional, immoral, and unthinkable in a little or Republican system. So the Speaker of the House of Representatives of North Carolina sued the Supreme Court of North Carolina. And it's interesting that the SCOTUS voted 6-3 to to take it. Yes, John Roberts voted in the majority to take the case. Now, why do I... Look, we did a show on this back in August, I want to say. Early August. I did an entire hour on this and broke down... What Article 3 of the Constitution says, what Article 1 says, what Article 3 says, and what Article 5 or 4 says. Um, about And, and what, and what uh, the, the final clause of the Constitution, which is the Katie Bar the Door one, is the ratification clause, the amendment ratification clause. It's clear that it is only the legislatures of the several states they get to determine the times and manners of, uh, of elections here. No court has any say-so in it. No ballot initiative have, has any say-so in it. It's very clear that conventions in the states or the state legislatures, you could have either, or, or, or get to make these... Det- uh, de- uh, when it comes to an amendment, it could be conventions. When it comes to the manner and times of choosing uh, representatives and whatnot... That is in the purview of the legislature. The governor doesn't have a damn thing to say about it. The, the judicial system doesn't have anything to say, uh, say about it. It was left into the hands of the legislative branch. End of discussion. Shut up, shut up if you think otherwise. You're an idiot. You don't know what you're talking about. You've been misinformed. And you should, sh- sh- I mean, really. You really need a political lobotomy. 
So all you'd have to do is read the U.S. Constitution once. Just read it. You don't have to read all 28 amendments. Just read the original text. You don't have to read, read any of the amendments. You could. You could read the 11th. You could read the 14th. You could read the uh, 20... Uh, the, uh, the, the, I guess you could read the 12th. You could read the 24th, 23rd or the 24th, about the process for replacing the... None of these are going to alter, though, because they would say in the amendment that they did. An amendment that would alter a piece of text in the Constitution would say, it would cite the text that, it talk, that it's alluding to, and then it would say we're amending that to say this. If the SCOTUS rules for... The plaintiff, that's the Speaker of the House of Representatives of North Carolina. Pennsylvania's law, or Pennsylvania's court decision, because it's not a decision of the legislature. It's an executive order signed by the hack that cried wolf and then forced into law a series of courts, and then upheld by the Pennsylvania Supreme Court. The legal reasoning from Alan Dershowitz and others is AB 77 would then revert pre-mail-in balloting. That mail-in balloting is only really for invalids, people that are injured or are infirmed and can't, and literally can't get out of the bed to go vote. That's what that, that that's the that, that's the intent of the law. How do I know that? Because I've heard the law's author, uh, Doug Mastriano, talk about it. He wrote an entire essay about it. So, if now this, this is a big if, if the SCOTUS rules for more and strikes down the Supreme Court of North Carolina's decision. They will, in the text afterwards, they will vacate the Supreme Court of Pennsylvania's doing the same thing, basically with the mail-in balloting, overruling the legislature. They will also va vacate Dim Whitmer's executive order, and then which was upheld by a Michigan court, maybe even the Michigan Supreme Court, I forget. Uh, they will vacate those decisions and said the acts of the legislatures are supreme. So there is uh, Wisconsin the same deal. So there is that window. Now let me let me pull on Obama. Now let me be clear. Let me be clear. That's the path to victory. The Democrats have now gotten into the habit. It's now a habit of having a million and a quarter, a million and a half fake ballots printed before an election in those three states and mailed out to any human being that pops up on one of their lists. And then uh, the harvesters go out and harvest the ballots. These people aren't voting for Shapiro. They're not voting for Fetterman. They're not voting for anything. They're not doing anything. They're getting their $5 in the mail or their uh, Chuck E. Cheese gift card or whatever it is, <laughs> their cannabis dispensary card, and they're just not throwing the ballot away until the harvester gets there. They're not even filling them out. They're not even attempting to fill them out. So there is that. I just want to, I wanted to explain that before it can come up with <laughs> Yeah, dude, whatever. 